0: Elements often exist in what's called an allotrope, which means it's the same element, but different forms. And carbon is uh, by far the best example of this. Now, probably you've all used graphite, which is uh, the main ingredient of pencils, all right? It's like the lead. It's not lead at all. It's graphite, all right? But people call it lead. It's all right. Kind of bugs me as a chemist, but I'm not gonna hold it against anybody. Anyway, graphite is a form of carbon. And if you look at that animation, there's like sheets of carbon atoms and those sheets kind of wear off when you use the pencil and stay on the paper which is kind of cool now graphite is really cheap you can go buy a hundred pencils for almost nothing diamond on the other hand the one below it is also carbon but look at how it's rearranged that's a three-dimensional structure diamond is quite different than carbon both are of those are carbon atoms all those little black atoms are carbon but diamond is incredibly tough and diamond as you know is also really expensive it's very rare it can be used for industry for cutting things it's one of the hardest substances known so graphite and diamond are very common forms of carbon but quite different all right once in a while superman will like squeeze charcoal which is basically graphite and make diamonds out of it and stuff Uh, so if you've ever if you're a superman fan cool and if you don't you better things to do with your time obviously now the one on the bottom is a relatively newer player it's called bucky ball. The official name is Buckminster Fullerene. Long story behind that. But anyway, that's the C60 thing. That's a third version, a third allotrope of carbon. All right. And it's really cool. Buckminster Fullerene was named after this guy named Buckminster Fuller, who's really interesting. And also there's other forms of carbon as well. Graphene is one of them that's really interesting. So all of these are carbon, but they're different forms of carbon. And you can probably imagine that reacting graphite uh, is going to be a lot different sometimes than reacting diamond. So elements uh, can have more than one allotrope, which means more than one version of the same element. Most of the elements, though, just exist as single individual atoms. So, for example, sodium and magnesium and uh, things like that, just single. However, there are seven elements that exist always as diatomics. So, di is two, two two-atomed. All of these elements exist in pairs. And I like this little phrase right here, have no fear of ice clear brew. (laughs) And it can be root brew. It doesn't have to be anything else, all right, if you're under 21 or 19 in Canada. But anyway, um, have no fear of ice clear brew is important because these seven, seven elements that I've highlighted there in red exist as diatomic. Now, almost all the other atoms on the Pyrrhic table you can think of as monatomic individuals, but not these seven. So when it comes to hydrogen, nitrogen, Hydrogen, fluorine, oxygen, iodine, chlorine, and bromine, all of those exist as diatomics, two of them. So that's where the have no fear of ice clear brew thing shows up. Now, some people like using the expression honkelbriff, which is in the kind of star right there, and that's fine. And there's several other sayings like this, but these seven diatomics are going to be really important to us in the next section. So hang on to this piece of knowledge. These are going to come back. Again, I want to repeat though, most. Most of the elements on the periodic table exist as single pieces. So if the, if the element is not on there, then more likely than not, it's a single atom. So as I said, magnesium and sodium and helium and xenon, All right, all of those are not, have no fear of ice clear brew, um, so you don't have to worry about it. But if you are dealing with oxygen or bromine, then you've got to think about it as a diatomic. There are other um, uh, elements that exist in more than one piece. Uh, Phosphorus is a great example of that. Phosphorus, there's white phosphorus, red phosphorus, and even a black phosphorus. All of those are different forms, and you can see what they kind of look like right there. Um, Sulfur exists in what's called an octamer, which is eight atoms. And ozone, which is O3, three oxygens, is also another form of the elements with more than one. So you can see it's kind of interesting, but I do want to highlight most of the time the elements are just single atoms. But if you get to the have no fear of ice clear brew, then you have to remember those are pairs. Don't worry so much about phosphorus, sulfur, or even ozone for that matter. If you know the seven diatomics and the fact that almost all the other ones are single ones, you'll be good to go.